There are clearly good, good films and clearly bad, bad films. But today on this podcast, we will suicide backflip into a motorbike chase that will lead us to the poorly CGI battlefield where we can duke out the opinions of our duplicate selves about all of the films that land somewhere in the middle. This is Good, Bad, Bad, Good. You don't know shit. Kid, I know you inside out and backwards. You're allergic to bees. You hate cilantro. You always sneeze four times. Everybody hates cilantro. Yeah, you should listen to her. Uh, if I were you, which I sort of am, I'd go with computer science. Save that for grad school. You want to start in humanities. OK, don't listen to her. Don't listen Guys. to him. You need a grounding in the classics. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I am Kailena. I am the actor slash uh, yeah, writer of the of the podcast. Uh, I, I am Travis. I am the producer and director. Hang on, Brian. Fine. Yeah, I love how you and I both looked at <laughs> yeah, Brian looked and at then that. you started talking. <laughs> well, Brian wasn't saying anything. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you should go again because uh, we were all talking over it. Hey, I'm Travis. I am the director and producer on the podcast. Not of the podcast, but like on the podcast. I am Brian. I am the video editor and brilliant mind of the podcast. Excellent. Brilliant mind. This was his idea, by the way. (laughs) Um, This movie, this podcast. Everything. Everything. All of it. It's always Brian's idea. Thanks. Especially the bad ones. Oh, wait a second. So today's movie is Gemini Man. I almost said Gemini Effect yet again. (laughs) Because I keep confusing Butterfly Effect and Gemini Man together. So. Uh, Which would be a more interesting movie, probably. Gemini Effect. The, the the effect of getting cloned. When the duplicates die, they get reborn into a new life. Oh, into, into a new How does Butterfly dimension. Effect work again? I can't remember. I got to watch that He, movie. like, thinks himself into the past, right? He, like... And then he was like, in the past. For all of you who are listening, which you are because it's a podcast, <laughs> Travis just uh, shuddered and squinted for 30 seconds. They all know what I mean. Yes. Um, so, yes, today's movie is uh, Gemini Man. So uh, we'll be discussing whether or not we think this movie is a good bad movie or a bad good movie. So if you haven't seen it since it was what? What year was it? 2019? 2019. Right, Brian? Yeah, I think it was. Brian saw it on opening night. <laughs> yeah. so. That is incorrect. In IMAX. It's Will Smith, baby. Th- yeah, it came out October 2019. Yep. Yeah, so so if you have not seen it, then uh, don't listen to this episode because oh, there will be October. lots of spoilers. They thought this was going to be like Oscar worthy. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I, actually, yeah. That is the time to release. Ang Lee. Will Smith playing two different like versions of himself where he has to cry. Yes, and, like, the the oh two the two different versions of Mr. Smith. Um. So yeah, how are we doing today, guys? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was recently Brian's birthday. It was. It was my day of birth. It was lovely. Thanks for asking. Happiest of it yes. to you. Thank you. Although when this episode drops, it might have been it doesn't months matter. ago. It, it doesn't matter. It's always Brian's Listeners, birthday. if you follow us on social media, whatever day it is that you're listening to this, go to Brian's Instagram and just <laughs> wish him happy birthday. It, it, it doesn't even matter what I'm day. I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter what yeah, day Yeah, I'm cool with that. So yeah, should we, uh, should we go around before we sort of get into the discussion of this movie and say 
um, whether or not we thought it was good, bad, or bad, good, or should we let Google tell us the synopsis first? Yes. The latter. Google, can you please tell us the synopsis of Gemini Man? In Spanish, that's nosotros la sinopsis de One more time. Hey, Google. Can you please read us the synopsis of Gemini Man, the movie? Here's the synopsis of Gemini Man. Henry Brogan is an elite 51-year-old assassin who's ready to call it quits after completing his 72nd job. His plans get turned upside down when he becomes the target of a mysterious operative who can seemingly predict his every move. To his horror, Brogan soon learns that the man who's trying to kill him is a younger, faster, cloned version of himself. Okay. So would you say the the plot synopsis says his plans got turned upside down. Would you say they got flipped turned upside down? And I'd like to take a minute, <laughs> just sit right there. Let me tell you about the plot of Gemini Man. Yes, everyone. Brian is in his late 30s. <laughs> also, I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Ed from Philadelphia. Also Who that. doesn't love Will Smith? Yeah, did you like how he was wearing a Philly Hell Flyers yeah. That's hat literally the entire movie? My second note. Finally, they got to that because he he was in Georgia the whole time. So I was like, they better mention that like he went to school in Philly or something. Yeah, my, the, the third do. note I wrote for this movie was rocking the Phillies hat. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I didn't know if they were in Georgia, the state, or the country. I'm going to be honest. Because he's like a super soldier. Yes, but it looks like thing. Georgia. I'm pretty sure I've it was Georgia. the I have no state. Idea what it, no, it looked like a green screen what? 99% oh, of the time. That's what it looked like. freaking movie looked like a green screen, yes. But um, the crazy thing is it wasn't. We'll get into that. Wait, it what? Uh, oh, interesting. For See, this is these are the things I don't know. So, um, but clearly, Travis has some things to say. So, but before we go into <laughs> yes. the details yes. where we break down all of our opinions about all of the things that were magical and horrible about this film, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll tell you whether or not we thought it was a good, bad, or a bad, good movie. So why don't you go ahead, Travis, start us off. Uh, Angley's 2019, The Gemini Man, was a bad good film brian yeah i struggled with this one um i guess i guess i'm gonna have to go with bad good film but i actually enjoyed this movie so but yeah i'm gonna go with bad good film and i'll explain why later i am in this same exact opinion so this oh. is maybe the first time that we're all <laughs> oh. bad tri film trifecta but I actually agree with you, Brian. Yeah. I actually did enjoy watching this movie. I did not. I did not enjoy this. So, like, I wouldn't call this a good, good movie because yeah. I'd never be like, this is Oscar worthy. But um, but I was thoroughly entertained and thought it had heart. And because of the type of movie it is, um, I allowed myself yeah. to just suspend all. It's a popcorn movie. Of the disbelief things and just go you with know, it. Yeah. Well, I did eat popcorn while watching it. Hey, there you go. I also wanted to regurgitate my popcorn <laughs> oh, while watching it. So. Is that because the popcorn was bad? It couldn't have been because of the movie. No, Pop Secret. Pop Secret, pop extra butter. Secret. Did you pop it in the microwave okay, or on we, the stove? Now we know who we need to get yeah. to Shout out sponsor pop secret. this uh this we'll podcast. even do like the Spanish version. We'll do Pop Secreto. Or... Pop Secreto. <laughs> I ate... Um, I ate Emma's or Emmy's uh, coconut chocolate cookies. 
Okay. Shout out, Emmy or Emma. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want to sponsor there. us. <laughs> They're delicious, though. I I am not going to lie. I feel like all the movies that we have seen so far have been very rough to me. Like, it's just not. No. Enjoy- like, if if we didn't have this engaging conversation where I enjoy talking to you two, I just don't know. I, if you I, would go on. No. So here's So here's I think a I question. need to start drinking them. I need to start drinking tequila during every during, single time. Yeah. yeah. Like just uh, straight tequila what, on what, the box. What type of tequila, Travis? Uh, Probably uh, Reposado. Or are you saying type or are you brand? Brand. Come on, uh, we're trying to get sponsored. Is that's <laughs> been the whole plug? I'm like, I was waiting for you to go specifically, Don Julio. Or, you know, whatever. 1942. Uh, if you're trying to bottles. forget, Don will help you. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, but I, I actually that's a good point that you brought up, and it makes me wonder: um, Are you the only one of us that has gone to film school, or did you also go to film school, Brian? Uh, I did not. Neither did I. So I wonder if it's because you you you've just been brainwashed by the film school nerds, and now you can't enjoy anything. That's not true. That's <laughs> not true. I know. That's not I'm true just, at all. I will watch every Fast and the Furious movie the night it comes out okay. on the biggest screen I can. Yes, but is that? Like a childhood thing, is no, that like they were been... terrible when they first came out? What are you talking about? Yeah, but I still loved them. That's I, why I still I, see them. I maybe revisit the first one, but like you know, from like five and on, it's just like, oh, y'all like understand that you're a bad movie, and you're embracing, but like it. you're entertaining and you're embracing it, and you're entertaining it, and like you're jumping cars from building to building. Yes, you know. Yes. So, I mean, I like to say like some people like to do drugs. I like to watch Fast and Furious movies. Well. I think that's a good segue to start Thanks. us into the um, technical aspects of the film. I think I want to talk cool. about that first. Cool. Sure. I mean, yeah. With I, with this movie, how, I think how that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes yes. the most sense. But also because you were talking about cars jumping places. And I just want to say, even though uh, young baby Smith's young baby Smith's face looked like it was halfway on his face throughout a lot of this part of the movie, the motorcycle chase was very entertaining to watch. Yeah. The CGI, I had like such mixed emotions about the CGI of it because at some in some aspects it's pretty amazing that they made him look like his like 20-year-old self. And like there are there were a few times where I could buy it, where I was like, "Oh yeah, I could I could see it." The action scenes and specifically that motorcycle chase through I think it was Cartagena, um it it didn't it didn't really I enjoyed the scene. I love action, like car chase scenes like that, but it didn't look very realistic. It, like it looked. Oh yeah, half, half the time it looked like video game. Yeah, I was gonna say it looked like Grand Theft Auto. Right. Yeah. I was. I'm actually gonna be complete opposite of you two on in terms of CGI. I thought the car chase scene. I was not entertained by it just because it looks so freaking wonky and like the proportions of Will Smith at times. Right. I'm the, just like, why the, is his arm suddenly? You're like, talking about baby Smith. Just both both of them at times. Like the fight scene in um, Junior. That's his name. Yeah. In the latter half of the film, the fight scene when they're like in the catacombs. Mm-hmm. Like both of the. I'm like, why are we CGI and two men two fighting? People. I yes. I don't understand this. Right. Why are we not doing like, practical why can, at all? I, Will Smith is still in shape. Like why he he could he could do this. Yeah. And then on the flip side, the younger Will Smith, I thought actually looked the best de-aging that I've seen so far. 
I thought it looked better than Irishman. Oh my god, I I could not handle the de aging in Irishman. At first, I hated that movie, which I know I'm I'm yeah. of the of the minority there. Um, but but secondly, the de aging in that movie just because yeah. At least with with Will Smith in this, I think part of the thing that helped was that his actual body still moves youthfully. Yes. Yeah. Right? Whereas sure. like Irish in Irishmen, like we're watching old men move like old men with young man faces, <laughs> which just I couldn't get out of. Which I think I've said before, and I know we're segueing to a different movie, but I think I said before that I actually kind of enjoyed that because it was like this weird like – because the whole film is like this meditation on like aging and like regrets and all that. And it's just like these old men, like all of them, Scorsese, like everyone involved. It's just like they're still trying to do this thing. And it's like, great. I don't know. Don't nominate it. It's just it. this. What? He said, great. Don't nominate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually just bought the Criterion Collection version 4K of Irishman. So uh, we could watch it sometime if you want. I, I I haven't um, revisited it since the movie theater. But you liked it in movie oh theater. Oh my gosh! I, I didn't see it in the theater, either. Tears. Yeah. No. When he goes to the bank to try and talk to his so daughter. so back to Gemini man. Oh yeah, thanks. Good, <laughs> yeah. good sorry. Good Brian, keep us back on topic. Um, yeah, back to Gemini and um, all the tech. Sorry, yes, aspects. yes. Uh, what, what was I saying? Um, his de aging though. I actually thought was like some of the better CGI in the film. Like I will take the de-aging of Will Smith over like a wonky, like weird punch. And like, it, it was like the, when he like hits him in the face with the motorcycle tire. That was weird. It's like oh, this yeah. weird, like, yes, it's like this weird, weird yeah. velocity ramp that like it's slow. And then it like, and it's also, like, ah, this looks so in real life. Wonky. If you're going to get hit in the face with the, the front wheel of a motorcycle like that, you're not just, getting up after that your face is going to be like smushed in you're at least going to be pouring blood out of your nose if nothing else right like especially because it was hot too right so it would be smashed in and sizzled charred burned but he was still okay to do a full yes that's what i was gonna say into the air (laughs) that was totally neo in the matrix right there it was and yeah. I, I admittedly, I kind of, I still kind of loved it because I thought it was kind of hilarious, but it was also ridiculous. But it was very much Neo in the Matrix when he's like bending back around bullets and stuff. Um, so the other technical aspects that that I thought <laughs> should be touched on, um, obviously all the CGI is like part of the and the de aging, like that that takes a big uh, like front and center stage. But like Ang Lee with this film and the film before this one, he did. Um, Billy Lynn's, Bobby Lynn's half long halftime show. I think it was halftime walk or something like that. Yeah, um, I feel like I should uh, know what I'm talking about before. Can you talk about it? Okay, well I remembered my thing. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I noticed, and and okay, so this is me not knowing how CGI works or like not really. I just really don't understand anything. Travis and I were watching the Oscars together the other night and there was like CGI or there was green screen backgrounds and I was like, <laughs> there were two people standing in, I think what was supposed to be Australia. And Travis was like, um, Travis was like, that must be a green screen. And I was like, but the water's moving. And then, <laughs> and then 
<laughs> and then I like realized after I said it that that doesn't mean anything. Wow. Um, but it, that's like that's how it, it how, was a pretty bad green screen. How comp. much like, it I, was fuzzy around like the oh, it was fuzzy yeah. around like the their like head. their head like the edges of them. Yeah. It wasn't very refined, yeah. but yeah, the water, the river was moving. Was moving, yeah. <laughs> I am, um, but that's how terrible I am at noticing these things. So I don't know if what I'm about to say makes any sense at all. You guys tell me. Um, but what I tended to notice what was that Junior's face in anything that was natural lighting, where they were actually what I think was shooting outdoors, um, was really obvious versus when they were in studio spaces in controlled lighting. And I also remember thinking the same thing of when watching The Irishman is that anytime they were outdoor doing the young scenes, like there's a scene with um, Robert De Niro where he's like shuffle into the truck outside. And and during those moments of like natural light, everyone else is so lit naturally that, that, that I notice the computer mm, graphic mm-hmm. that's been like posted onto the head of yeah. this moving body like, like the scenes at the very so end but does that make sense yeah, yeah. like the scenes at the very yeah. end where they're like on the college campus or whatever it was was a lot mm-hmm. more obvious um yes you know that that it was cgi for sure and the bike race yeah also um, yeah. shout out brooklyn college that's uh my master's alma mater oh, is that where they filmed yeah. that i was like is that brooklyn college i'm like oh that is brooklyn college i know that campus Nice. So they all then moved to New York. Yeah, I don't know. I I was tr- I didn't understand why they were on Brooklyn. Yeah, college because well, that that doesn't all. look like Brooklyn though. Like you don't look at that. Like I I wouldn't have known I, that, I, that was. Brooklyn. I lived in New York and I didn't know that was Brooklyn. True, but how often did you go to Brooklyn College campus? Well, never. But that's that's my point. Is most people will not know that that I mean, was. <laughs> but also like Columbia too. If you go to Columbia's campus, Columbia, you you would forget that you're in Manhattan. That's fair. I'll allow it. Lawyered. <laughs> Do you say lawyered? Yeah. Yeah. So what was the point that you were Um, make? So just like his last film, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, which came out in 2016, um, Ang Lee shot that film and this film at a higher frame rate than normal. Right. So typically with films, uh, I'm sure you two know, but like the listeners who might not know, uh, the typical film aesthetic look is shot at 23.975 frames per second but like billy lynn's long halftime walk i want to say was at like 60 or 120 frames per second and this was and that just gemini man i think was, was this one yeah i think i read that yeah yeah so be like you're getting more data essentially in your eyes so like that's so like you're seeing you're not getting like a motion blur kind of that you would get with like normal like film stock or normal like tw- 24 frames per second um which makes it which tells your brain like I'm watching a movie whereas this it's like I'm watching something that's weird yeah. and a lot of like video cameras like handy cams those are at like 60 frames per second that's why you could really tell when it's like oh it's a handy cam right. um so because this was shot at 120 frames per second thank you Brian for actually looking that up i meant to but i didn't i knew it was higher though a lot of the footage like i couldn't tell if it was a green screen or if it if they were just because it looks like everything looks so weird to me so typically if if you shoot at that high of a frame rate you're slowing you're using it for slow motion so like if you're doing something in slow motion you shoot at a higher frame rate so that you could slow it down to 24 frames per second and it still looks like nice so yes it drove me crazy 
that I'm like, the, everything looks like a green screen. And like I looked and like the shooting locations weren't just, you know, studio Paramount Studio number, Lot yeah. B. Right. Like they were filming all over the place. Yeah, I think most were of they? it was not actually green screen. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. But it because, looks like it, right? Yeah, that's so interesting because I watched it with somebody that heavily plays video games and is like learning about film. Um, and last last night we're sitting there and he's like, did they shoot this all on a, in a studio lot? And I was like, that's what I'm thinking because it straight looks like a video game to me. And he was like, yeah, I feel like I'm playing one of my games yeah. and I can't figure out why. So <laughs> The higher frame rate gives this like hyper, like hyper realism and like, but it's like, we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want that. It, like the same thing happened when they, uh, they shot The Hobbit, I think in like 60 frames per second. And like people who loved the original Lord of the Rings trilogy went to go see the Hobbit trilogy, and they're like, "This looks so weird." I, yeah. don't, I mean, there's a reason we've been shooting films at 24 frames per second for over 100 years now, because it's like it's film. It looks it good. Works. Well, also, I feel like our—I I mean, I don't know if this is true either. I'm just spouting random technical things. <laughs> I don't know, so let me know if I'm wrong. Um, but TVs, a lot of TVs, I feel like are not quite calibrated to to calibration it... has to do with color is that what you're talking about no i'm just using words i don't <laughs> understand i'm just gonna keep the thought to myself i just wonder like so like i know that sometimes when i'm watching on certain tvs it looks like it looks like it's jumping out at me or like it it looks like i'm watching something that was filmed does that make sense yeah, yeah like i know what you're on saying newer tvs whereas i watch a movie on an older tv yeah like sometimes like when i got um well it's not new now but when we got our tv a couple of years ago we would watch things and it was such crystal clear high depth that it almost looked like i was watching like real life float before my eyes in a, as opposed right. to like tv or a movie or something right yeah. and yeah. it sort of ta it's like jarring like yeah. it takes me out of the experience yeah. instead of puts me into the experience yeah i get that yeah and i i still can't get used to yeah. it like every time i go to my mom's house they have a new tv and i'm like i can't I can't watch wow, this. Every time they have a new TV? No, you, you knew what I meant. Every time <laughs> I go saying. watch something there. Yeah. You know, every every other day they buy yeah, yeah. I I feel like I I experienced that when like LEDs first came out. Like I remember um when the Dark Knight came out on Blu-ray and I was walking into a Best Buy. And like they had it on like this like 42 inch LED. And at the time I still had like a tube TV with like a VCR attached to it, like <laughs> built into it. And I walked in and I'm like, oh my gosh, Heath Ledger is like right there. And it looks weird. Yeah. But I feel like I've just watched so much now that it like just doesn't even phase me. I'm just like, this looks so good. Uh, so I, I want to move on to the technical aspect of editing if you guys are done with the CGI chat. Yeah, sure. Um, because there was just, some of the editing was fantastic. But there was this scene that bugged me so badly in the beginning um, with uh, Clive Owen and, and Linda Emmons. Emmons, is that how you say her last name? I have no idea who she's, she was. She's been she around really for like a long time. She was terrible, right? Okay, oh that's a, that we can yeah. save that for the acting for section. Acting. I thought they were terrible together. But I specifically, the very first scene that they're in where they're in her office, the editing, well, first of all, he was editing and directorial choices there he was like standing above her great so we have we see that even though she's her, the boss 
he clearly has a power dynamic. And we see that because he's this big statured guy that's like standing above her. But then he starts pacing and it's like taking his power away almost in this scene. And then the editing there is cutting so quickly between him pacing back and forth to her in this static shot like down low. I was so confused and so jarred and it made the they felt like they were in two different rooms and I couldn't that whole scene. And I, I felt that way a couple different areas in the movie where I was just like, something's not syncing up with the editing here. Like movement to stillness to it's not. Yeah. And, and I think because they were trying to cut some of the meteor speaking moments to make them quicker to go with the pace of an action movie, but it did not work for me i kind of felt the same way about the scene where Mm -hmm. she's in the coffee shop the same woman whatever that i don't remember what her character name is and the messenger like comes in to deliver her that message there's something about that whole scene just felt weird to me also because like yeah because like and will smith's character is like pointing out these guys that i guess were coming to kill her or something like that but then yeah but then nothing yeah exactly but nothing like came of like that, that whole scene was just odd to me i kind of honestly felt like every scene that she was in well, also she was felt... only there for context her character really doesn't have anything to do yeah. with anything she's only there so that parts of the plot can be explained to us no. and then in that same scene will smith tells the tells her to tip the guy that um that delivered this information and she doesn't yeah and i'm thinking lady this guy just read you your address, your door code, let you know like that he knows all the times of day that you're at this place, that place. And you're not even going to tip the man. He's just going to walk into your house and steal your diamonds. Like, what? Yeah, what? It was yeah. such a stupid moment. <laughs> I can't recall the first scene that, that you're talking about with her and Clive. I, like, I remember it like story-wise in my head, but I don't remember thinking that the ed- that the editorial choices were weird. I will say, but like to agree with you, um, there's a scene where they're out like out in a courtyard and they're like on a bench. Mm-hmm. And another just scene for con plot. Oh my gosh. It like there was like they're going they're doing shot reverse shot and then they break the 180 degree rule and like they're like 20 feet away and then they're like looking weirdly. And I was just like, all of these choices, it's so weird to me. And what is fascinating to me is like it's Ang Lee. He knows how to make a film. Like he has done so many good things, and it's it's just crazy to think that the same guy, the same guy who made Life of Pi, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and like Brokeback Mountain, is jumping the one hundred eighty degree line for like these shots. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just so weird to me. Well, if we're done talking about technical things, we could. Let's uh... go. One quick thing. Um, I didn't. I didn't notice music throughout the movie i kind of just didn't really notice anything but i did like the intro music or it was very game of thrones-esque i thought uh like during the credits during the opening credits i don't remember how it went and i'm not going to try to sing it to you because i don't want all of our listeners ears to bleed but it reminded me of game of thrones which i enjoyed did the movie remind you of game of thrones then did no, you feel the, like the, just, opening the opening score, score was the right the choice credits. for this movie or for game of thrones and just clarifying well because <laughs> you're like i really liked it but it reminded me of something it, yeah it's a good question remind me of the film <laughs> it's really weird something that they used the harry different. potter score for this movie 
basically the same Yeah, but there was fully fleshed out female characters in Game of Thrones, which this didn't have. Oh, yes. I have a lot. Oh, my gosh. The women in this film just. And the acting of the women in this film. And the casting. And the everything. I. Whatever section Kai wants to go to next. I want to go to story just because we were sort of, we sort of started to break stuff down. And then you asked the question of like, how does this filmmaker make this? Um, And I feel like going into the story now so that the context of the scenes and the acting makes more sense when we get there. Yeah. Cool. So story. Travis, you were saying you can't believe this director made this film. Well, Ang, if you happen to be listening to this, I still love you very much and like all of like a lot of his films are some of the best films I think I've ever seen. But and I I don't know, maybe with his last film in this film, it's very much like he's just truly experimenting. Like he's to a point where people could throw millions of dollars at him and he's just like, I'm going to I'm going to shoot this at 120 frames per second because I want to, Um, which more power to him. But the I I didn't have a problem with the story. I had the problem with the actual, like, dialogue. Like, I thought the dialogue was so bad. Yeah. But, like, story-wise, it's an intriguing concept. Like, cloning someone without them knowing and, like, and also what Clive Owen was getting at in the end of, like, why don't we, like, essentially do genetic modification to make sure that soldiers that are out there don't feel, don't have any, like, why, like, we're literally just breeding them for fighting. It's an intriguing concept, but like when you have this dialogue that's so stilted or like cliche or just, ugh, I'm like, this is not how people talk. Like no one in this film spoke like a real person. Everyone spoke like the cliche, like, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm thinking of? What caricature? Of like of a person of the movie version of like oh that's the bad guy so he needs to like that I, I will say that didn't exactly bother me um, or I didn't really I noticed it but I didn't think much about it because I went into this movie already feeling like this is a big blockbuster movie and typically with big blockbuster movies that's what you get. Right. Because they're trying to move the plot along. They're trying to because they you need a bunch of time for the action sequences. Mm -hmm. So you don't have time for dialogue that's subtle. Right. We got to get it out. We got to get it out. We got to get it out. No Um, context. Just exposition. Right. And it didn't bother me that much only because. No subtext. Sorry. Not context. Right. 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 Only because Will Smith is like two of the main characters in this movie. And I could watch that man do literally anything and literally say anything and believe him always so so it didn't bother me as much um but i do understand what you're saying and i also really loved the concept especially that that clive owen poses at the end Mm -hmm. of like he's like no i i am a good guy because i'm trying to do this good thing where if there aren't parents or anybody that cares about these humans um then why not use them as the worst soldiers and i and then the flip side of that which is like but they are humans, so they're still having experiences. So you're still creating some a being to be killed, um, which is really interesting. And I also loved the plot point that that we can like Will Smith's 
character Henry can still get through to Junior because Junior was created um, but just sort of as an exact replica and then Clive Owen was his whole concept with the first one was like I'm going to um, treat you differently I'm going to teach you from birth that like um, you need to trudge past your fear so that you don't have it and this that and the other whereas the third one and correct me if I'm wrong but the third version of Will Smith that comes in towards the end that one I thought was actually genetically modified to yeah not have fear in them so the, I, I liked that there was yeah. an evolution even yeah. within this story I 100% can get behind Clive Owen's motivations and like not saying I, I agree with them in any way, but like the motivations that he's saying in the last three minutes of the film are compelling motivations for a villain. Mm -hmm. It's like this villain is doing something that's morally and ethically wrong by most people's standards, but like he believes it 100% that it's the right thing to do. The only thing is it shouldn't come with only three minutes left in the film. Right. Because the whole time you're just like, why? Like, why? Like, we don't. There was like maybe 20 minutes left. And I look over at my wife and I'm like, why are they trying to kill Will Smith? Like, I honestly don't know why they're trying to kill him. Like, why can't they just let him retire? I didn't the only hint that we got, the only hint that we got, the only hint that we got was there was one line where Will Smith said uh, they killed the one guy on the yacht or whatever. And they probably think that he told me something that was important but probably maybe told me something is like we all of, we have to go we off actually of. kind of lose that plot we have no idea why they're trying to kill him well i mean yeah it's because they thought that he knew that they used him to kill somebody innocent right instead of like he thought everybody he thought he was killing some sort of like bioterrorist but it turns out that the guy was actually just like a scientist and so he knew he he found out that they used him to kill somebody like, who was not a terrorist. So I think they were just, yeah, they were basically like, "What if he were to out us or say something like they're trying if, to eliminate any threat?" It was like he probably will because program. we know this one has a moral compass, right? He has a conscience. Yeah. Um, the yeah. one thing that <sighs> my <I'm just> Brian. <laughs> my no, yeah, you no, you're right. I'm just saying, I you're right. I and think that, very and that deeply comes through now that I'm thinking about it. But just like it wasn't strong. It wasn't to, like, very clear. It was just for like because for the most part, I I loved the concept and I liked the story. What I didn't like is the very end where they're like, oh, all the the last clone was killed and we're shutting down the program entirely. And Will Smith is like, good, I believe you. You know, those aren't the words, but like, why? these This traitor organization that has been doing this thing that has lied to you the whole time is, is one just going to shut off this thing that they've been working years to accomplish just because the main guy was dead? And two, you just believe them? It was so simple. It was such an easy fix that I was like, yeah. I like even if like why not leave it open ended? Especially like this if and I don't actually know how well this movie did, but especially like we could sequel. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Easily. Will Smith is big big box office, so conceivably a Will Smith movie I don't could think this have did a very sequel. Well. Right. I'm looking it up now. I actually want to say I I did look it up at some point and I can't quite remember. I think it was like 5.7 on IMDb. Is that yeah, right? the rating. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how well it actually yeah. did. Yeah. So 
uh, worldwide, it did $173 million. How much did they spend making it? Probably a lot with that CGI. Yeah. Yeah. With that CGI, they probably spent it. And Will Smith yeah. doesn't come cheap either. Especially double Will Smith. Clive Owen probably doesn't come cheap either. You think they Mary had Elizabeth to pay, Weinstead doesn't do you, come do cheap either. Do you think they had to Will pay Smith. Will Smith double his budget? Or like, you mean triple? Right. Triple. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you, yeah, they paid him yeah, three yeah, salaries? Yeah, true. For playing three different characters. Although, really like two and a half, because the third Will Smith I is barely did, in. I did so really, we'll say two there was something times. in yeah. my like soul that was like, just fell in love with with like young Will Smith all over again, seeing oh, him yeah. as a young man and then as like a baby baby. It was total Will, total Fresh Prince all over again, looking at him yeah, like that. Yeah, it was. I was like, I, I was like, eight years old again he kind of reminded me of first bad boys will smith like he kind of had that kind of look to him like he looked like he was around that same age probably yeah it had a budget of 138 million and they made 173 million at least they made some but well that i mean well barely because like the black you typically with films like you double the budget marketing for the other half so it's like right Oh, right. So it's a hundred. It's 138 million to make, and then probably uh, typically 138 million to market. Oof. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know what to say about the other than like story's fine. The script was really bad. Yeah, I kind of feel like, and I feel this way about a lot of action movies or a lot of popcorn movies like this. That when the movies slow down and they try to have like quote unquote serious conversations or serious dialogue, they tend to suffer. I think. Action movies, and I mean, not in every case, but a lot of times action movies, they don't do action and dialogue well most of the time. And I feel like this was an example of that. When the movie like tried to slow down and have like actual conversations, the dialogue was not very good. It can be done, though, that there is a good action film with like good, a good script. Like where people crouching tiger, hidden dragon, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Oh, for sure. The mission, uh, Mission Impossible movies of Mm -hmm. late, like they're all like not not all of them. No, I said of late. Um, secretly love the first. I couldn't stand that they were trying the second second Mission Impossible movie. It's really just the second one. Like the second one is like mm. the second. Yeah, the rest are pretty good. Second one's terrible. The second one's like a is almost like a softcore porn (laughs) in a way. Like the it's. Yeah, because there were like scenes where it's like all this like <laughs> do you remember like, softcore no. porn Soft music and porn. Brian just I watched it. I watched it relatively what he recently. Used as porn when he was a thirteen-year-old child. <laughs> 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 you just outed yourself, dude. It's okay. We all we all have that our is, movie Fatal Attraction. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> I'm 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 not answering that. I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> just something about the doves. I don't know. It just. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the white anyway, wait so continue. one last thing i want to say about um the story is that i did appreciate that they never made the um fem- main female character the like love interest that like they sort of had a few jokes about it and he made the joke of like i would have yeah. thought that you were attractive when i was a young man or i would have chased after that when i was a young man but I'm 50 and you're, you know, 30 or whatever it is. And, and yeah, that they didn't push that. I, yeah, I, I thought that scene was funny, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cute. appreciate that they didn't either. Yeah. Um, I will say like 30 minutes into it, though, like 
I asked my wife, I was like, do you think they're going to bang? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to, right? Oh, it, yeah, it, it's like totally it. leaning towards yeah. that. And I'm like, dang it. Like, why? Like, can we just have like appropriate aged? Like, I mean, it's fine, I guess. But like, no. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, Clint Eastwood is having like, you know, three sums in his film still. So it's like, <laughs> ugh. Well, <laughs> Hollywood that, will never change. Yeah. I mean, the, the age thing honestly didn't, it didn't bother me that much, but I didn't, like, they didn't, there didn't seem to be that much chemistry. It more felt With like the anyone? script. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And and so it more felt like the script is leading us that way. But I liked that it didn't. And then it no. and then it's just like, okay, all men and women have some sort of tension, or not all, but there's like, and not all men and women, just people, human beings. There can <laughs> I'm just I just let me let me crawl out of this corner, please. <laughs> No, I just meant that they're like alluding to something yeah. that never happens and it's it felt more real and honest. I actually thought that her and Junior were going to potentially end up having a thing once they like wrecking like you know started working together or right. whatever. Right. And then when they're I I Sorry. No, that's it. I was done. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. when they're at Brooklyn College, yeah. shout out for you Travis. Shout out BC. Um, that like they both show up and you have that moment of like okay is this the moment where we realize oh they got together with like old will smith and then and then the baby boy comes out and you're like or is it the moment where we realize they got together but also what is she doing there either like is she there to help right i i get that he's i get that he's possibly like becoming a like a paternal role right i'm like why is she there to make sure that he got mother role, I don't know. Why is she there all the time? Period. I don't mean this to sound bad, but like, why is she I there mean. at all? Like, they never really explain why she's supposedly kind of like tailing him or shadowing him in the beginning either. Do they? Like, they did have, I just miss that? They put a woman and an Asian actor. Um, and I, I, I don't mean to say that in any way, except for that I feel like in the place that we are, where movies are changing and and everyone's trying to um respond to inclusivity i think there is a lot of things pushed into films or put into films so that they can't be scored like that won't be scored against them does that make sense gotcha like so they had a female character right. in the movie yes yeah because that, they did nothing yeah like, i mean it's possible right right nothing at all but it's also she was yeah. recently in um, Margot Robbie film. Um, the oh my gosh! Pray? Yes, and she was really good in it. She was actually one of the better parts of that film. And like she, she's like one of the more physical like fighters in the film. And I'm like, she could have done so much in this film, but like she's walking around with this gun, and I'm like, she's not even holding. She had what? the one fight scene initially when they're going to grab the boat early in the movie she fights the dude like in like the office yeah, or whatever it like, is so well, i thought <laughs> and i don't know what what category casting falls into technical production acting i don't know but i'm going to talk about a casting yeah. thing right now probably be um, acting but whatever all right Go. then let's let's Go just wander into acting yeah so so Segway. i just saw the casting of her was poor because her body and and I didn't see birds of prey so but she doesn't she her bot her actual the structure of her body does not look 
like that. Of, she, she's not muscular in any way. I don't believe that this woman like went to basic training, that she um, w- continued to have training, that she's worked around gut. There was no she's she is thin, but she doesn't look like she works out. She whatsoever. doesn't look like Demi Moore in uh, what's the. Yeah, yeah, Jane. 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 Where or, she's doing one-handed push-ups. Yeah. Right. And so and and like I watched <laughs> that and I went, is this am I thinking this because this is an unfair stereotype that I have of like what people who are able to fight look like? And then I think about like every like stunt actor that I know or pe- no, they work their freaking asses off to be able to and their bodies yeah. look like they work their asses off so i just felt like it was poor casting that way because she didn't she looked like if you had told me that she had she was in the navy seals or whatever but she was a techie in the naval navy seals that she like sat behind a computer all the time and helped the espionage sneak into yeah. whatever whatever intelligence a thousand thank you <laughs> <laughs> I would a thousand percent believe you, but I did not feel I did not believe that this woman gets out there with guns a blazing, and and like you said, even th- there was a moment. Oh my god, the moment where she, um, she wakes up. I think he comes into her room and she wakes up and she pulls her gun out and to him, and it's like she almost fumbles the gun a little bit before and like okay great yeah. maybe you're sleepy but it didn't look like it was purposeful. No, <laughs> her like, no. her her holding of of like the assault rifles and stuff like that it was like I it just it's not believable at all and this could be a fault of like pre pro like they just didn't give them enough training like film wise because like there is quite a few fil- like you know like for Marvel movies like Scar. Scarlett Johansson goes through so much training to like right. pull Become all that, that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be to that extent. And like also Will Smith is possibly just benefiting from like, you know, three decades of being an action star right. where he has had training to some extent. Um, but yeah, like she's like, hold on. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like as soon as she fires it, the kickback's going to throw her back. Yeah, you're right. So I shouldn't even say poor job yeah. casting. It could have been, you know, they didn't yeah, we just they didn't know. train her correctly. Yeah. They wasn't directed well in those moments. Um, yeah, but that part just did not get pulled off for me. Yeah, I just kind of felt like, and like I, I, know, I know her and I know I've seen her in other things, but like I don't know her really that well. So, and I didn't think she was very good at all in I this didn't movie. Either. Like the scene where... Yeah, where Junior's leading her through the through the caverns, catacombs. the the catacombs or whatever they were, toward the end of the movie, like her and I and I get like maybe it was kind of on purpose because she's like in a way speaking to real Will Smith through the like their intercom piece that we find out about later, but like the dialogue of the way she was speaking to Junior just felt so bad, like it was it felt almost like robotic and like completely lacking any type of like actual human emotion in it. Right, yeah. I, script. I felt like the best place or the place that she that she like came out the most for me was the very first scene or the like second scene after he finds the thing in his boat. Henry finds the thing in his boat and he mm. comes back yeah. and then they have that sort of flirty scene. And I went, yes, I would cast you in an indie rom-com in a heartbeat. I would not cast you in this movie yeah, um, because of all of the the, you know, rest of it. But. But I I always wonder, too, with acting performances of someone that sort of toes the line of, like, was this the right casting choice or not? If, like, how many takes did she do? 
that might have been a better editing choice for her performance, but weren't put in because it wasn't the best editing choice for action or whatever else. You know, I don't think I've seen her in anything where I thought that she was bad other than this, which makes me think like this is an, ano- an anomaly. Right. Um, like she was, like I said, Bir- Birds of Prey. And also in Birds of Prey, she's substantially like more muscular because she's like this trained assassin that like takes out. I want to see Birds of Prey now. It's on it, HBO. I, I heard bad reviews. I thought it was I I thought it was one of the best like one of the better comic book movies I've seen in a huh. long time. Okay. It's also like very rated R, and it's like I it's like in my weird mind it's the perfect like it's like how I would make a comic book movie, hmm. like not holding back like the PG like ness of it. But yeah, she was also in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like, and she was amazing in that. Have you not seen that either? No. Kai! Sorry. This You've is, seen Scott Pilgrim, right? She looked familiar Brian? to me, but I feel like You've this seen is Scott maybe Pilgrim, the first right? thing I saw. Yeah, I saw it like, probably when it was in theater, so I don't remember a lot about it. I remember her more recently from the uh, the Cloverfield yeah, sequel. Yeah, she was in 10, Col- Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Did she's I see she's the main woman. Did you not see that either? Yeah, it's basically. Don't just tell like me you saw the third one. Don't no, tell no, me you no. saw Cloverfield Ten Paradox. Clo- no, I never saw the first one. I did see the second one. Okay, uh, that's that's the one with um John, John Goodman. Can- yeah, not Candy. John Goodman. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great, and I yeah. liked yes. her yes. in that. Yeah. That her was just John so Candy. long ago. Okay, that's her where John I've Candy. seen her. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you all are talking about like who was bad, who like who acted bad. I'm gonna take it one step further, and I actually wrote the note of. Why is everyone so bad at acting uh, in this movie? I did not. Well, think... if that's your question, then it's director, not actor. Agreed. Could be, but we're in the acting category right now, which I did not think anyone was good in any way. Will Smith, I Will Smith was doing his nice. like phoning in, like, I'm really serious while I'm talking on Will this Smith phone was good. right now. And then I'm going to get angry. And then I'm going to get back to how I am. And I'm like, yeah, I, we, we've seen this like a thousand times. And then like. Will Smith was very Will Smith. I'll say that. But I thought he was decent in some of the action scenes. That was all. That was all. <laughs> that, that counts as acting. <laughs> so when it wasn't actually Will Smith, well, that's when he was the best. I, I was actually personally surprised at how much I did not enjoy Clive Owen's performance. I. At the yeah. end, when he when he has his moment of explaining himself, I liked that better. But the the couple scenes with him and um, Linda M- Emmons, mm-hmm. I think that's her name, um, is uh, they're te- they're terrible. I thought both of them were terrible everyone, in all of those. Everyone and I I let me let me just clarify. Everyone. I always hate talking about how performances are terrible because an as actor. an actor, I know how fucking hard it can be and how. Uh, how if if you are in a situation where you're going or if you're looking at a movie and you're going all um, all the performance are terrible, then then you go, OK, there was something else going on. It was either directing. It was the energy on set. It was um, the editing choices that were used. It was, you know, because it's really hard to make a film where you look at it and go every every actor in that was horrible, especially when you have great actors. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, when you have people that you've seen be good in other things, it also just felt like, and maybe this is back to casting, but it felt like none of the characters had any chemistry. Like we talked about um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Will Smith, but also we were talking about Clive Owen and, and uh, I always forget 
the older lady, whatever her character is, like none of them have any chemistry between each other either. Like it just felt like they were like, yeah, separate. it almost felt like a ty- like a Tyler Perry film. Like they did one, they did one take, and then they were like, "All right, next shot." <laughs> next shot. <laughs> I've never seen any Tyler Perry movies, so I can't comment. No, I saw he played um, some action guy based. Oh, on he book. was Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I saw Alex Cross because I've read all the Alex Cross books, but I've never seen like any of the Tyler Perry's. Is that a Tyler Perry that movie? He's directed? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's like different than like Tyler Perry's. Yeah whatever the movie when he got. acts and stuff like when tyler perry in gone girl was just like yeah have you not seen gone girl no 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 oh, okay i, I, I liked okay. yeah <laughs> i liked gone yeah i've seen it i was about to flip this table kai <laughs> have you not seen gone girl no i was i was <laughs> i was thinking about um the episode that tyler perry is in um black af that cracked me up and how i really enjoyed him in that as you were yeah he, so that's like, why i was making that he's, face he's pretty decent when he's acting and like being directed by someone else mm-hmm yeah. yeah, I I don't I like him in his own movies. I love Medea, but not all of the Medeas, and have opinions. I feel like they're slightly problematic, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but also, yeah. Speaking of which, problematic with this film, I just thought every single you were talking about in, inclusivity, but like the women have no depth, no like literally are only there for exposition his side character actor that comes in um the or the the guy that like the only reason he's there is to get them from place to place oh like once uh, he gets benedict them to the re- wong yeah benedict yeah. wong but once he gets him to the and they forced Baron, the yeah. like comic relief on him so hard and so i'm like hard. we don't need this right i feel like you could you could make the argument that the only characters that really had any sort of depth were the two will smith characters and on top of that they're like the like tortured black man that like father left and like it's just like stereotype on stereotype on stereotype yeah. that's like he's the angry black man because his dad died also can we talk about this is back to, I guess, story, but man, Will Smith is a hell of a shot in the beginning of this movie. I just want to say that real quick. A hell of a what? A shot. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought they did a brilliant job I mean, of setting sick. us up right away in that first scene to understand why he is who he is and why he would be the one who would be cloned. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was sick. That was cool. My point being. Yeah. So I meant to mention that earlier. My issue with like like the Will Smith char- character being like slightly problematic is like you don't even dive into his history though. Like okay, his yeah, father you wouldn't cuz the his father may have left blah blah blah, but that like does nothing to the story. Like it could have been as simple as like he was the best soldier we have ever seen and we wanted to make a copy of him. Right. Except I mean, I think that it plays into the idea of well, first it's it's this um it's the copy of him, Junior, who's asking about his real parents. And the reason that the parents come into play is because later when um, when Clive Owen's character starts to explain, if you don't have parents or anybody that's going to love you, um, then we then it's okay to take away your humanity, right? So I feel like they had that discussion as a whole um, – you know, our our history, our parents, our family make us who we are. I I mean, oh, I wait. Get that. Speaking of that, sorry, I'm just gonna because this drove me crazy. They have the same DNA, and Will Smith lists all the reasons why they all are the same. I get it that they both might be allergic to bees, 
everything else is circumstantial. Everything else would be based on yeah, <laughs> like your environment that you grew That's up like, in. What else did he say? Nature right. versus nurture. Um, I can't yeah. remember the list, but it was things oh, like you don't like, like this yeah. and you love that, and it's like what you really want because, a girlfriend. Right, it's like, wait, what? right, 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 because you have this because at twenty three you also wanted a girlfriend because of the way you were raised. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that he was still a virgin at twenty three or yeah, whatever, like, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, um, that was very cheesy. I just. I'm like, you're talking about this guy having this troubled past, but like, he's a well adjusted 50 some year old who's like good at his job. He's about to retire, retire has a substantial yeah. 401k. Yeah. I think he did pretty well. And I think he like, did great. Yeah. I think he had a, he had an IRA for probably 30 years. Like, he's, he's good. Like, I, he's a, like, he's fine. He, was, they were just trying to bring in the element of family to like tug on the heartstrings because his whole thing becomes and and I should have had my a family of my own right like I got so into this job that yeah. I didn't. But he also had a strong single mother that like right. it was just like I yeah <sighs> yeah what are they? It's not like he was. It's not like he was an orphan that was like raised by like communist Russia to be like a. Uh, soldier or something you know like it's not he's literally not uh what's her name from but isn't that why he explains that to the soldier that was raised to just be a soldier wait what soldier are you talking about? <laughs> junior you talk about junior you're talking about the junior. third one because i thought the third one was raised to just be a soldier oh right junior actually has the father figure of yeah, yeah. Ah, which is the, which is the other thing because clive owen's like i'm giving <laughs> you like what he didn't have i'm a father but like you don't have a mother I guess. So you, you still don't only need one. Yeah. This movie is all anti-woman. <laughs> okay, or so it... women are the ones who bring the moral compass, which is why you only needed a father, because we're the only ones with heart and consciousness. But I just didn't get like <laughs> I didn't get what the purpose of Junior was. Like, Will Smith is a good Will. To but kill Will Smith Henry. is like a like I don't get why you have Junior. If like you just want the third, like the evolution, like the third one, like why'd you make Junior? Like what is the point well, you're making you, you, with Junior? You might have to go baby If steps. like Will Smith is established as this well-adjusted grown man, because Clive Owen wanted a son of his own, so he well, was you also, you, I you can't that go part. right from A to Z. You yeah. got to go down the steps. You can't just go right from A to Z. There's got to be some trial and error. So you're figuring I mean, things out as you go along. For all we know, so that, that Owen is evil enough the, to clone a person. Why not just go from A to Z? Why do you care about the the middle? Right. Like, what is the goal of Junior if it, like you're no, preaching that? Because maybe he didn't know how to. Right? Doesn't it? Don't they say that he doesn't know how to? And then the other guy did oh, figured out how to. What other guy? Th they say I the other guy died. But maybe. Am I <laughs> am I making up stuff? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no, wait. There was another guy. Remember that they're like, it was his. <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god they were talking about that like the other guy got it was like clive owen's character and one other person were creating they were running gemini right the gemini program and they decided to create this thing and the other guy um figured out how to create clive owen created the first clone the other guy figured out how to create the like the clone with no um yeah, how to genetically modify. And Clive yeah. Owen had that guy killed so that he could take over the... Am I... Did I just... 
Also, the Gemini program wasn't the clone. Like, Gemini was, like, the special force. That was created? It was everything. everything. So, like, the the SWAT team that you see... (laughs) The SWAT team that you see... In like doing the the oh, like, yeah, exercise, yeah, no, no, no. that's no, all Gemini I, yeah, too. No, I got like Gemini yeah. isn't just no, no, the no. I got that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I thought the the like special program within Gemini that they were doing was also being run by this other guy. I, am I making that up? I don't remember that. I don't know. I was rolling my eyes so far in the back of my head during this whole film. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. Um, my long winded point though is like Clive Owen's argument. Like every everything, it just it's it's pointless. It's all pointless because essentially what Clive <laughs> Owen is saying, like he's saying like, I I'm this father figure that he didn't have, but like, no, like I'm still a single parent. So really it's coming down to money. Essentially like you're better, you're more well-adjusted because like you have everything, you have all the Jordans that you want. Is that your projection a little bit onto the film? Cause I didn't read that into it. Well, no, I'm, I'm not projecting. <laughs> I'm not projecting that. It's like what, what I'm getting at is like, Hit all of his points that he's trying to make are moot points, right? Because Will Smith is a decent human being, he, right, right? 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 If Will Smith, like, sucked, what are you improving on? Well, of Will what Smith? he That's was true. trying to he he was trying to take away his conscience. That was the whole, but like, because he is a take, good human. You can't being. try and take away a conscience while constantly reminding them, like, I love you so much. Right, you are, right, right, you right. are, you are a perfect. Bean. This is why it's trial and error. This is why he got it right with the third right. iteration. Yeah. But then why? But if you know error, that baby. already, why Can't make, get it right the first time? There wouldn't be a plot to this movie. Put him in the college. There would not be a plot, Travis. Uh, and I was uh, actually at the end of the of day, plot? no matter what we have said, I was entertained last night. I enjoyed my but, Emma's or yes. Emmy's cookies, and <laughs> I had myself a good time watching this weird also, film. But also the third one, the 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 super soldier one yeah. he's the same age as junior so clearly like you had he looked littler no yeah. i thought he looked he younger baby baby no he definitely looked younger he was junior junior yeah he was a t- he was he was no older than like 18 he was at least four or five agree. years younger because you're right he looked yeah. the most he, like he might not have been able to drive. Have been able to fresh drive. prince he <laughs> wouldn't have been able to drive yeah only yeah, motorbike, which is why, that's which is why yeah, he, he just ran younger. really fast. Right. Actually, yes. Which that part was yeah. dope as shit. I was like, "Oh, this who is this little one that, coming? That it's gonna be him again." Yeah. See, <laughs> they build it up, and then like the fight's over in like a minute. I felt like maybe two. I didn't hate it. You're such a hater. I felt like I was watching a freaking Power Ranger I episode. Thought it was, I thought it was fun, especially yeah. with his like Travis, outfit. Travis, you're just a snob. Yeah. You're an action especially snob. With, like his. <laughs> His outfit, I'm like, they're literally fighting the Black Ranger from Power Rangers. <laughs> well, yes, but I liked that too. Because it was sleek. And I was like, yeah, crawl down that thing. I I, yeah. I did, when they get to that town and that whole sequence happens, I'm like, does just no one live in this town? Or did they like come in and clear everywhere it out Everywhere they before? went, everywhere they went, even when like they were doing the snipe, like when he had the shot on him when he was on the roof. I'm like, where is everyone? In Colombia, you mean? Or is that where they were? I don't know where they were. Wait, wait, what? Well, what part of the movie? Where they were in the colorful? Yeah, they were. In, that was in Cartagena. Yeah, in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah, I was in Cartagena. But it but, wasn't until like he was on the yeah. roof and there was like the woman in the bikini. That was the first However, person we saw. But he goes into that place. He the he shoots um a lock on the door. 
that a big chain lock that's yeah. clear that's like this building is empty and there's no one in here. But there's no one on the streets is what I'm saying. Oh, there were a couple people because I remember. Not until they get on the bikes. Oh. Is there like any people on the streets? Oh, you're right. They're like walking down the streets and there's like no one. I'm like, where is everyone? Siesta, man. You don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they were at a football, a football at game at nine o'clock in the morning. Siesta. How do you know Soccer. it was nine o'clock? Because they, they just woke, woke up. up late. I don't know. You don't know. Maybe they woke You don't up know late. what time that it was. That was the other thing. When they wake up in Colombia and yeah, he you sneaks into her room, he shakes her awake. She ain't got no gun, no nothing. I'm like, woman. You've been chased. You're staying in Colombia knowing that there are people after you. Yeah. And now is the moment where you don't put your gun under the gun. And pillow? you're a trained DIA agent. That's what agent. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and other dudes just yeah. in the in the other room, mm. like snacking on things and watching TV with his parrot. Yeah. Like so kosher I, now. I guess we're in the nitpicking phase now. Oh, yeah. We're, we're yeah. definitely in the nitpicking phase because we've talked successfully i well i don't want to use that word that's a little it's a little bold <laughs> about the, the rest of this movie <laughs> did we miss any um, of the other topics I mean, we didn't to talk, talk about, about directing really it was sort of that peppered all in all the way yeah. through we, we tied it in a little bit yeah. um yeah i mean i i say we 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 talked about the story and the plot and the acting and the technical uh can do a nitpick section I think, I think that, yeah. Uh, well, wait. I feel like that's gonna be the trend with all our episodes. Oh, I had a nitpick. No, my one nitpick was that when, which by the way, I actually loved this action sequence when they first come to get Will Smith Henry, um, from his plate from his home in Atlanta, and he just rolls off the bed and into the little thing. I that whole that scene, even the like focus pull onto the ninjas that are like coming into his yard i was like what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but when he drops down into his cellar he's like fully clothed and i was like you were just sleeping fully fully clothed is that what we do every day when you live the life that will smith lives you never take a second he wasn't off. like tucked into did bed. he know at that point that they were after him no i'm trying to remember no that no no he only got the he got the alert that there were people property. on his property, but no, he didn't No, he was know. getting alerts yeah. throughout the film, right? Like, what are these alerts? Are these Amber alerts? Well, he got an alert. Is he getting Amber alerts handlers. that someone's going to kill him? He got, no. Yes. <laughs> he, he got an alert that his handler was showing right, up on the, first, that, but then the only other alert he got was... Right, but then didn't she get an alert, been... too, at one point? Or am I making this up? No. So. It just felt very much like <laughs> no, Mr. and Mrs. Smith when they like place. got the text for like the hits or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I was like, is this like a DIA like I will say I don't think he was wearing his shoes though. So then it also made me wonder, did oh, that duffel bag have shoes in it? I hope so. Because otherwise Probably. If you're if you're packing a go bag, right, you gotta throw right, some right, shoes right, in there okay. just in case. You need you need sandals. You need your loafers. You need your running shoes. You gotta you have need a your flip flops. Make sure you got your boat shoes <laughs> yeah. when y'all's on the run. <laughs> what? Well, so what? This is not a nitpick, but was I the only one that thought? And maybe this is just because Will Smith is in his fifties now. But I thought that his hair looked grayer than I would have expected it to be, and I was at first wondering if they tried to make his hair look grayer to make the age separation between him Sexy and Junior. And I, I, I noticed the same thing. <laughs> um, and I feel like okay. it's one of two things. It's either like that's his actual gray and he just dyes it like when he's in, real world? in the real world. 
or or they did make him right, age or be. like they aged him be. up. I mean, there's so many people in their 60s that like like in Hollywood that aren't gray. Not that Will Smith is in their 60s. My point is like yeah, there's even people true. older than Will Smith that are like right. not gray for some reason. Right. That I like, don't I'm even losing think my hair in my it. 20s. I know <laughs> these people are gray or going bald. I loved that Brad at the Oscars the other night was full on bleach blonde again like Brad Pitt from 1997. Maybe you guys I thought he was gray. That. Did now he have he a little was, bit of gray? Now he's blonde. Hmm. I mean, he might have he might have had gray pepper in there, but he's definitely dying. Blonde. I really appreciate I that she's there. Just to get the line of like, it's nice to meet you. You were never on yeah, set. Right? That was such a great Did you see the Oscars? No, I didn't watch. Never mind then. <laughs> it's okay, it's not a part of our podcast anyways. Any other nitpicks, anybody? I just don't understand <laughs> this movie. No, um, <laughs> If they have a little tracking beam in him at all times, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Why don't they just bomb wherever he is? Excellent point. Because the only one that then the movie would be over. Kill him. Also, why why didn't Junior just kill him? Because then the movie would have been over. <laughs> right. <laughs> why didn't Will Smith just shoot him when he had the jump on him when he was on the roof? Because oh, because he's got the because he looked. That was the first time he realized it was if himself. I would have looked if I if someone was chasing me and shooting at me, and I looked up. And there was a Mexican-looking man with glasses that looked somewhat like me. I'd be like, "No, that guy's just another Mexican. That's not me." Like, I have to be like in front of him with his glasses and his he's hat got, taken off. He's got this sniper beam. This man can hit a moving train car and that's going two kilometers. No, yeah, he from can like, see. I would have pulled that yeah. trigger, and then later on that night, I'd be like. Damn, it was a weird day. I shot my doppelganger. It was so <laughs> weird. Oh, well. I survived. I'm not going to stop while this guy's shooting at me. No. I'm a trained assassin. You would have ruined However, the movie. However, they make sure the that we know that he is extremely pissed off that he shot an innocent man. So we also know from the beginning oh, really? that he... Yeah. Wait, what? you serious? <laughs> I... <laughs> That was the he was the friend that like he's Listeners, like you lied I did to watch me. the movie I swear <laughs> I'm feeling like that so much I watched like, the trailer Wait, and isn't I... that what happened I think I watched the trailer I and that's pretty much it ability to talk about this film sure I guess um, what I'm saying is like that emotion truly didn't hit like I never really felt like he was that mad other than like raising his voice. That's because you're just not in tune with your emotions. Yes. Dude, I cry over commercials. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I am very in tune with my emotions. Well, Touché. Uh, I think that also I think that caps us another off nitpick. Okay. Sorry, one that's last it. nitpick. He's this creepy dude that's trying to hit on you, and then he she like still says, Yeah, let's go to dinner. If that doesn't blow your cover, I don't know what like what normal woman would I mean, if I'm honest. <laughs> If he looked like Will Smith, even at 51, <laughs> I would be going to dinner. <laughs> but maybe that's just poor judgment me, me on too. my part. I think you're projecting <laughs> I think you're projecting the celebrity of Will Smith uh, onto that situation. Maybe. I think you just don't know me and my poor choices. Don't well use enough. big words, Travis. <laughs> uh, um, okay. okay. So with that, has anyone's opinion? changed about this movie uh yeah i'm gonna say it's a good good movie now <laughs> yeah <laughs> brian's yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding um but i did enjoy it it's still a, a bad good movie but i enjoyed it 
I agree. So my opinion did not change. <laughs> I agree that uh, it's a bad, good movie. Um, as in, like, it should have been so much better. However, it's, it's entertaining and watch it. I, I will say that the only thing that makes it, like, a good movie is the de-aging of Will Smith. I thought that was phenomenal CG work. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up yeah. by saying uh, thanks for listening to us and to Gemini Effect Man butterfly uh (laughs) be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter and all the things yep um and personal you know plugs travis you got anything uh you can follow me on all of social media at travis underscore orozco i am bossip not to be confused with bossip.com on instagram and i am at brian ossip on Twitter. I am Kylena Mai on Instagram, and that's pretty much the only thing I use. So Gotta check me out there. Twitter. What? Got to get on that Twitter. I'm on it. I just don't use it. When are you going to sell Bossup for millions of dollars? I need more followers. I've only got like 3,300 followers. I want to hit like 5,000 before I try to sell it. I think I get big yeah. bucks at 5,000. You know what Bossup is? No. It's a, it's a black gossip, like, like, like TMZ. Bossip.com. Uh, and his last name the... is Boss. Right, his right, last right. name is Ossip. And his at is Bossip. Uh, so he yeah. has like. So I get tagged. A p- I get tagged and stuff That's all the so time. so funny. <laughs> all the time. There are days I'll wake up and have hundreds of new followers. And when I chase it back, it's because somebody tagged me in oh one my photo. God, I love that. That's Bossip.com. <laughs> Even Bossip.com's official account has tagged me in things I on Instagram. I love that so much. And you, yeah, it definitely you that I'm a minor advantage. celebrity. I love that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm a minor celebrity. Uh, yeah, all right. Thank you. I'll sign autographs for anybody. <laughs> well, I think that's our show today. And thanks for chiming in, ladies and germs. Yes. Uh, be sure to check us next time when we watch Citizen Kane. <laughs> Bye. Good Bad Bad Good is an Ex Nihilo production. Original theme music and sound engineering done by Jen Star Hacker. Find her at hackersoundmusic.com. Opinions expressed are solely that of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views of any entity they represent.